0: Hey, we're here flipping off, right? you here with, I'm going to flip you off in a minute. So I'll
1: threaten you with a good time. Yeah.
2: Right. Promises, promises. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. I'm Melina Boswell with my husband here, Dave Boswell, co-founders of New Wealth Advisors
1: Club. And hi, everyone. Hi, and I'm <laughs> Peter Vanderlin, uh, founder of Rekindled Solutions.
0: Awesome, so <laughs> we are having a blast today, and so this might be a little goofy, might be a little giddy. we're gonna have a little fun. been sitting here for a little while talking about some some pretty remarkable deals and um i, I Leon, I'm gonna let you kind of intro peter in this this deal that um took took place over in chino so why don't, why don't you share with us a little bit about that?
2: sure thing uh, you know it's so funny. the name of our podcast here is Flipping off, which is Awesome, obviously, because all the other flipping things are taken. We've been flipping houses for a long time, and today we're going to talk about a uh, project that we actually worked on together with Peter, um, and it was a flip. We flipped a house and um, kind of flipped a family in the process. How many ways can we use flipping (laughs) A lot, I think. (laughs) We flipped a life, flipped a family, but uh, we do what we do purposely with a purpose uh, and of making an actual difference in people's lives. We have a saying around NWAC, which is um, real estate investors are nothing more than than problem solvers. And truly, it's not the houses that have the problems. It's really more about the people behind the houses that have the problems that we um, love providing solutions to. So with that being said, um, Peter, why don't you share a little bit about the property in Chino and our lovely couple, Robert and Kelly, uh, and kind of their story and, and what happened, how you met them. I think that's important and maybe what you learned through the, through the process.
1: Absolutely. I mean, one of the first things that you teach us is to take advantage of your warm market or, for instance, the people that you have an arm's length uh, relationship with. So when I first got involved in this business, the first thing I did was started telling everyone I know what I do. Hey, I got involved with a group of investors that we buy houses, we help families, we help homeowners. And through that process, uh, my sister originally reached out to me and she's like, hey, I, I have a friend of mine who confided in me that they're, they're possibly going through foreclosure. They're potentially uh, facing an auction or facing a sale and, and they really don't know what to do. So um, we actually had a a training going on for a different part of a ministry that my sister's involved with, and we were able to sit down together. So once we got in the same room together, I realized, hey, I had been to men's Bible study with her husband and actually had a a, a good relationship with the family. Um, So we kind of sat down, and she kind of confided in me her situation. Um, everyone had told her, "Hey, you know what? Your your house is falling behind. your Your best bet is to just kind of move on, either short sell the property and walk away." So I, kind of being new at the time when I first got involved, said, "Okay, I know that there's a potential to help this homeowner here. Um, why don't I get Melina involved?" So I originally reached out to Melina, scheduled a ho- uh, a meeting with the homeowners. Um, they came in, and I, I have to say that's probably one of the most memorable. Homeowner meetings that I've ever had in the sense that we didn't just have a meeting like we had a fellowship. We literally had a marriage counseling session <laughs> and we sat down and one of the first things that Melina will teach is that the problem isn't the house. The problem, all the houses is, is just four walls that protect you from the elements. Um, the problem, the, the thing that needs solution is usually people. So as we started sitting down and kind of really going back and forth with what was going on, we saw that there was a huge communication gap between this husband and wife, which, (laughs) imagine that. No way.
2: Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I was just thinking I can actually remember that conversation. One of the things that I'm pretty adamant about when I sit down with homeowners is I don't don't want to know anything about their story. So I told Peter, like, you know, don't give me any details. I don't want to know anything about what's going on. The reason I do that is so that I can be – really present uh, and listen to their problem or what the situation is, what the challenge is. So I always ask the question when we very first sit down, hey, so why don't you tell me, you know, what's going on, what's happening? Because I don't really know anything. I know you have a problem with your, your residence, but that's all I really know. And the first words that um, the wife said to me was, well, I'll tell you my side and then he can tell you his side and guaranteed they <laughs> won't even be the same. Well, and I odd. was like, and I was like, oh, okay,
0: yeah, men and women, we know, we always see eye, right, I, right I was, honey?
2: Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And it was so funny because <laughs> she was so she was so straight up about it. Like, look, I'm going to tell you one thing, and his story is going to sound you don't even think we're on the same planet, <laughs> but we do live in the same home, and you're going to hear two completely different stories. And so it was it was really shocking to me uh, because you normally don't hear people that honest, sure, right, that transparent about. Hey, we are really in a in a you know we're in the middle of uh, like they're in a valley. And I really appreciated her transparency, frankly, because I was like, well, felt to me like a cry um, for help. Sure. You know, the the way, yeah, she kind of opened up the door really with that first statement.
0: (laughs) What was his response to that statement? Just out of curiosity.
2: (laughs) Well, he tried to, you know, Robert was much more, um, he's the optimist, I think, you know, of, of the relationship. So he was, and, and the way he was seeing things was through the eyes of an optimist and he was looking at their situation um through the eyes of solution already because in his mind he had already was was working toward the solution and so he was like it's really not that bad kind of thing Got and it. she was like she she just wasn't ready she wasn't ready to to you know make the changes that they needed to make as a family so I, I think, I don't. I know at one point, or I think right after that, I said, you know, before we get started, um, and I think I let each one of them share, and then I said, I have a really, now I remind you, I did not know that Peter knew them through church or knew anything like that, but I felt so overwhelmed and so much like pressure in the room that I said, after they each shared, I said, okay, this may seem really weird to you guys, but I, I just, can I pray for us? Mm. Right? And that's and that's really how the conversation, that's how it went from there on. And they both were like, yes. I was like, whew, that's a good thing they were going to be okay with that because <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I knew I was in the right. middle of a pretty intense situation.
0: Right. So th- those of you who are listening, let's back up real quick. So this was your sister um, referred this to saying that they had essentially confided that they were going through some financial struggles, challenges. Um, what Was that a job or what was the – Do you remember what was the the deal with that?
1: Yeah, they had actually both very close to one another lost their jobs. So they went from having two incomes to having no income and frantically searching for employment. Got it. So did we have a notice of default? Yes, Yes. there was a notice of default.
0: Okay, so we got a notice of default. And then you mentioned short sale. So um, maybe you can elaborate for those listeners that um, don't know what short sale means and what that really looks like.
2: It's kind of funny because the people that were telling her that they needed to short sale didn't understand what a short sale was either. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) We hear that a lot.
2: Seriously, people think a short sale is synonymous with foreclosure, and it's not, or they think it's synonymous with a quick sale, (laughs) Right. and it's neither. So uh, a short sale is – the short part of a short sale is simply when the lender takes a discount on the note that's owed, period. It's just that they owe more on the property than what it's worth.
0: And we saw – Clearly, we've we've seen a lot of those in the the last, gosh, can I say decade already?
2: Mm, Close. Really close to a decade now Mm -hmm. that
0: we've been seeing a lot of them. And and it's it's not so much of a media buzzword anymore. But, I mean, we're dealing with short sales on a weekly basis. You know, there's always the same kind of thing with, you know, homeowners losing jobs. And, you know, um, obviously that losing their jobs, I'm sure that was when you said there was his story and her story that – Probably led to a bunch of the really marriage counseling you kind of stepped into, absolutely. Just because they're, I mean, the financial pressure and burden on the families huge for obvious reasons. But so the short sale, you were looking at this property, saying they they owe more than than what it's worth. So how how did you get that mess? I mean, that's such a difficult message. You're What I'm listening from the outside listening, I'm, I'm hearing two people coming from two different sides of the tracks. He's optimistic and saying we're going to figure this out and she's kind of like I'm going to give you a different story. So kind of walk us through like what did that look like?
2: I mean Well, her her problem or her challenge was that she owned this property prior to marrying him, right Peter? Correct. And so it was her, you know, for an independent woman, it was her sort of security blanket, I think.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, and the idea that she was losing it and that she had no equity it was it was a bit of an identity you know it, it sure. was painful, it was very painful for her, but the truth was she they didn't they weren't upside down they weren't no,
1: so everybody's saying short sell short sell, yes, but it turns out they weren't upside down, <laughs> nope. Well, looking at it like if you just look at the surface of things and this is the appropriate time to bring in what you teach, Dave, and deals are not found. They're created. Mm. If you look at this deal from an outside perspective and look solely at what it appears, there's a good chance that it would have been a short sale at that time. But because of Molina's experience in the market, because we realized where we were, because we realized the potential value of this house, mind you, it had some repairs that needed to be done. It had some upgrades that could absolutely be done. And we realized that if we came in and somehow created leverage and created more equity by doing those things, that we would then be able to sell at the top of the market. And it wouldn't be a short sale. It would actually be a really good project for us to partner with the homeowners and work on together. Ah, so partnering. So...
0: We talk about partnering, that's, we've done this, I don't know how many times now, but partnering with a homeowner where they don't have the ability to give the house the upgrade sometimes that it needs, the TLC that it needs to draw that, that in buyer that wants to come out there and have a turnkey new property that they don't have to come put money into. You know, they're, they're going out looking for financing and they're not going to say, I want to finance and hold back money and, and come work on a house. So (laughs) so
2: <laughs> buyers don't have vision. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oftentimes, that is very true. They 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 don't see no. the bigger picture. Uh-huh. So you stepped in, saw that there was an opportunity. This is in Chino, mm-hmm. and one thing we know about Chino, we've done really really well in Chino. Yes. It is one of those cities where the right property at the right price sells overnight if it's fixed up in the right way. Exactly right. So. What did that what did that look like? So you told them we'll partner with you. Mm-hmm. In other words, we'll come in, fix this house up, and what? What did that mean for them?
1: Well, part of the part of the the backstory a little bit is kind of touching on the the optimism and and he had already moved out of the property because he saw the looming foreclosure. He saw like, hey, this is what's going to happen. There's no way to avoid it. So he had actually inherited a property from his mother. That he went and began to prepare a place for his bride knowing that, hey, once this comes to fruition, like I need to start taking action to be ready. So he actually moved into this property, started fixing it up, started painting, replacing things and doing a lot of the work and stuff himself. Well, going back to those two different husband and wife perspectives, he was going ahead knowing that she would follow. Well, in her mind, she felt abandoned. Because mm. she thought, hey, this is the house. Like I bought this house all by myself. This is my security. This is the things like this is what has defined me. And my husband has now left me here to wallow by myself. Mm. So part of our meeting was going over the different languages of how to communicate <laughs> that 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 scenario. Yeah, so sure. we had to kind of help walk them through that. And we were able to, to look at the value of the property, look at the market and say, okay, well – We're willing to come in and purchase the property and offer you this. And it kind of took them back at first and they're like, wait a minute. Everyone else is telling us that we need to short sale, that we're not going to make anything um, or it's going to go to foreclosure. But you're telling that you can actually put money in our pocket as part of this process. Hmm. And yeah, and, and without going into a whole lot of detail with them, we explained, hey, this is what our intention is. So we got them moved. We actually helped them. We said, look, either we can come in and help you move your things or if you're willing, we'll pay for a professional mover to come in, pack your stuff. You don't have to worry about any of it. And they much would have rather went that route. So we arranged for her to move in with her husband, um, vacate the property. We had a professional moving team come in, pack up everything, box it up, take it over there. And we went to work bringing value to the home. Um, We put in new tile, new flooring, new carpet, uh, new doors, new fixtures. Um, Originally, we tried to see what the market would look like with the kitchen, kind of leaving it a little bit. But we realized that, you know what, if we're going to do this, we need to do it all out because not only are we watching a rising market, but we have homeowners that we have to fulfill our obligation to. So we came in, put granite countertops, refinished all the counters, redid all of the cabinets, Um, finished and painted the garage, like literally made this house brand new in a sense.
0: Right. Wow. Do you remember what the numbers look like? Like, How much money did you have to go invest to bring this place up to par?
1: Our repairs were right at around $30,000 we brought into the deal. Okay. So $30,000 and and that
0: $30,000 made it a lot more desirable to to, um, the end buyer, obviously. Absolutely. What kind of difference does that make like price-wise when you were going from short sale to –
1: Actually being able to bring it to market. You're laughing already. Well, part of the value that we brought as well as the appreciation that was happening in the market, there was about a hundred to a hundred and fifty thousand dollar difference from it being a short sale to it actually being um a standard sale at the top of the market. Okay, you just lost me. So
0: we went from a short sale to a hundred and fifty thousand help me out there. Help help
1: we're not sitting here with a, a whiteboard, so help me out. <laughs> well, part of the process was coming in and, and making the repairs. So okay. so part of that money was that we had a $30,000 investment that had to come in and happen. Okay, And the market, like we were right at the peak of the market back in 2013. So we earned almost $50,000 in equity over the four or five months that we were working on the project. Got
0: it. So homes around you are going up, which is where Melina's experience came in saying – Hey, in this area where it's at, as soon as a property goes on market, it is sold, and people are paying more and more and more for them. So, as opposed to a short sale, we can actually come in, invest this money, and watch the market grow over the, the next couple of months while we're doing the work. Right. Okay. Great. So, what did that? What did that look like for them? Like, what did you guys end up?
1: What was profit like for you guys? And how did you partner with them? What would that look like? Um, originally, we came in and said, okay, we'll offer you fifty percent of the proceeds. And we started to realize that that was going to be uh, a little less on their end. So we actually came in and gave them a number. We said, hey, we're going to do everything we can to help you walk away with about $15,000. Wow. And to them, I mean, that's a whole new world. Right. They went from lost job, behind on bills, behind on payments to, hey, you mean like we have an opportunity to have a fresh start? Wow.
0: Yeah. So what did you do with the mortgage? Did-
1: was the mortgage like it's it's in a notice of default so how how'd that play out what'd you do uh, it was in a notice of default, Molina all automatically got in contact with the bank, let them know what our intentions were via the homeowner's permission and everything contacting them on their behalf. so the bank was became very cooperative as well as the h o a that was involved because they realized that they had a plan and that just a little bit of time would allow everyone to be settled and paid off in full. So the bank was actually really cooperative with us um the h o a was very cooperative with us, and we came in, made the repairs. Brought it to the top of the market, marketed it. It sold pretty quick, um, got a really strong offer. Uh, people came in with quite a bit down because they really loved the home. Sure. Um, and then we were able to sell the property and then deviate up all the responsibilities and profits from there.
0: Awesome. So they end up with a $15,000 check from a short sale, <laughs> losing everything. Yeah.
2: Well, it Yeah. What they started out to believe was a short sale. It ended up not being a short sale. Right. Which if it was a short sale, they would have not been able to profit in any way.
0: Yeah, right. So very, this is really important. Key. Yeah. yeah. So those of you that are listening to short sale, it, the mortgage company, you have to sign an affidavit saying that you're not profiting in any way from the bank getting shorted, which for obvious reasons, right? The bank doesn't want to short it and then see you walking away with the money. So this guaranteed – Yes. That they were going to walk away with something. And and even bigger, I mean, I just heard you say you got a moving company. Had to be huge.
2: Well, it was. It was. It was a big deal for them, not only financially, but bigger was the emotional Ah. um, part of moving. She, in fact, Kelly couldn't even be there the day that, that we moved, that the movers came. She just emotionally couldn't. Just couldn't be there. It was very difficult for her. Mm. You know that that first meeting, like Peter said, he said it was it was a marriage counseling session, and there were many to follow.
1: Yeah, I'd <laughs> say at least three separate times we met yeah. as a group and just kind of yeah. helped them walk through things. And yeah. even I was assisted in walking through some things, yeah. learning being a, a husband myself.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So all those all those years of marriage counseling
2: paid off, babe. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: So we're, here we are 20 years,
2: yeah. 20
0: years later. In
2: in our marriage, you mean?
0: Yeah, in our marriage. And we, we talk about it all the time, like tell people, utilize our experience because, yeah. Yeah. you know,
2: when. Yeah. Leverage, when, leverage our, uh all of the counseling and coaching and stuff we've paid for uh, thousands t- of dollars.
0: Thousands. Is, we're <laughs> tens of thousands. We're, we're, we're way past thousands. Yeah. We've. I can remember those those days driving to the counselor going, What are we gonna talk about? We don't have anything to talk about today. Yeah. And get there and two hours later go,
2: Oh, I didn't know we had all that.
0: I didn't <laughs> know that was an issue. Jeez.
2: <laughs> well, we were proactive. Yeah. You know, in our in our marriage.
0: Yeah, well that's definitely come into to practice in our in our lives just because, you know, clearly all things happen for a reason. So Kelly and Robert ending up there and you being able to minister to them and then I mean, how cool is that that, you know, she moves into the house he inherits now and she's able to kinda of let go of some of that baggage and the the need for independence and really grow in her dependence on her husband and ultimately her father and so that's um it's a really really big really big key. And at the same time you got paid for this.
1: Yeah, yeah. This was actually the first <laughs> deal where I actually was able to walk away with, with a, a paycheck. <laughs> this is your first paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> well congratulations there. So fifteen thousand they made Would yeah. uh, you don't mind sharing what, what did you make? Uh we made right around fourteen thousand five hundred. So yeah. it it almost ended up being right around the fifty percent we had promised, but we wanted to give them a more standard number. Wow. And, yeah. and that was actually split fifty fifty with my mentor and coach at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I walked away with about seven thousand five hundred dollars from the deal. nice yeah, when you, you say think standard, of, you mean uh, nice yeah. round number. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> yeah, you think got your it. standard
2: 7,500 books. Yeah. Got uh, it. Yeah. And think about this that the investment, this is, I love this part because the investment, I'm surprised you didn't. Well, maybe you were just going to say it and I cut you off. Were you going to? The you, return on investment? You would never cut me oh, off, right. ever. No. We don't <laughs> do
0: that. We let each other <laughs> speak and we listen intensely. <laughs> Because that's what we're supposed to do. No, go ahead. So
2: what do you think about that return on investment? (laughs) I was just gonna ask
0: you. So what was that return on investment? I mean (laughs) you 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 put out thirty grand. Yeah. And you got back thirty grand. grand. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I got an extra thirty grand right here. Can I can I make an extra thirty on it right now? Awesome. Yeah.
2: That's really great. Huge, huge. I mean, in terms of, you know, big giant paydays. Not, but that wasn't the point at all, right? The point of this was the idea that, I mean, they told us that uh,
1: we saved their marriage. Absolutely. The, that was probably one of the biggest things that I'll walk away from mm-hmm. is that probably one of the last times that we were meeting when we were cutting them a check and everything, it's like, you know, we're so thankful for meeting you guys. We're so thankful for getting involved because this, this scenario, this situation, which seems so dire when we got into it, actually the process that you've helped us walk through has literally saved our marriage. Wow.
2: Yeah. Wow. It was pretty it was really humbling for sure. It was it was pretty amazing. And then to, you know, put a little bit of greenbacks in the bank always helps for everybody. Cha-ching. You know.
0: <laughs> I mean, flip, flipping off a purpose driven podcast about flipping houses but making a difference. And I think that those of you that are listening, like that's gotta be the key to every single deal that you get into. You you have to be looking to make a difference. We say it all the time, like we want to leave the homeowner in a better spot than we found them. That's right. And, like, this is a better spot with, you know, whipped cream, sprinkles, and cherries on top because, I mean, it's just – it's such a dramatic impact in their lives and and I'm certain if they were sitting here today, they would – they would look altogether different than the first time you met them, and and he got paid for it at the same time. you know this business yeah. just doesn't get any better. Yeah,
2: I was thinking about that we were We were talking about like when we first met them, they were thinking that they were either going to be having a foreclosure or a short sale, which for most homeowners is the same thing. Right, right. They they when they have to short sale a property, many homeowners believe that they are losing their house, not selling it, even though technically they are selling it, they really feel like they're losing it. Mm -hmm. So the idea that they went from a short sale uh, and losing their home and or a foreclosure to having a standard sale uh, and, you know, selling a property that they could be very proud of, you know, the end product was really beautiful. And nobody would have ever known the difference in that it was their property. It was her property that she was able to sell and, and sell it beautifully to a very, very happy family and save their marriage and, you know, make money in the process is really an incredible win.
0: Well, it, it also sets her up future, right? I mean, she's. She's got now a standard sale as opposed to a Absolutely. short sale. She's you know, as they're getting back on their feet and getting back to work, whether that house that they inherited or whether it's time to buy a second house or yep. or move, move into a house that they purchased together, who knows? But mm-hmm. just a it creates an opportunity for them that's um really remarkable. So great job, Peter. Yes, I mean, and you got paid. Nicely for it, done. So. And we got paid,
2: yeah. uh, they like
0: that. Fantastic. And <laughs> and honey, thanks for making all those counseling sessions pay off by uh
2: <laughs> how was your return on investment anyway <laughs> speaking of return on investment <laughs> uh,
0: i got an amazing return on investment are you kidding you the best wife
2: like best wife on the planet Aww.
0: so all right well we are uh, we're flipping out or flipping off or flipping something right now but uh we're
2: flipping off and flipping out
0: <laughs> i think it's time for some flipping lunch
2: so Sounds with that here, we'll, catch,
0: <laughs> we'll catch you guys at the next one